This is what I called European royalty. 11 semifinals in the last 13 years. Let's go. What's going on guys? Your boy Chris here from Antidism FC, the go-to destination from everything related to Los Blancos. And thank you for joining me on today's episode where we're going to be talking about the game that was Chelsea versus Real Madrid. The game ended up being 2-0 with an overall aggregate of 4-0. Real Madrid, probably one of the easiest uh, knockout um, matches that I've seen in a while. I'm putting this one and the last one uh, together. I think it was um, you know, a masterclass from the whole team as a whole. It's been a a team performance. We've been relying a lot less on individualities and it's more about being a cohesive unit that's helping each other, uh, knowing what we want out of the game and how we want to execute it. So uh, there was a lot of talk uh, going right before this game because Lampard, uh, basically uh, when when the lineup came out on Twitter and on all social medias, uh, he, he lined up very, very defensively uh, with basically no strikers. So they have like 10 strikers, right? A mixture of strikers, wingers, um, a forward here and there. And they basically did not put any of those uh, players that can actually score goals. They're already, they already can't score goals with strikers. So imagine without strikers. So a lot of controversy, especially online, because what the fuck are you doing, Lampard? That's their problem. Obviously good for us, but I would say as someone who loves analyzing football matches that was super weird and it was even more weird when the game started because even though it was super defensive on paper they basically went on a suicide mission they went all guns blazing out Reese James was basically a forward um, so that tells you how the game was and you know like always uh, Real Madrid first half more more asleep and in the second half they were a little more uh, awakened but uh, first half, just so we can go on, on in order, they made it a little bit uncomfortable for uh, Real Madrid when he came to playing out from the back. Uh, they were super high up the field, like it was insane. It was uh, it was stupid how how high they were on the field. And then I think even Real Madrid didn't even expect it. And maybe that's what Lampard was going for. Uh, definitely a super weird choice because you're you're thinking, okay, they're gonna sit back. And, you know, since they have nothing to counterattack with, then they're just going to sit back and hopefully, you know, fight out a 0-0, maybe 10 minutes left, 15 minutes left, and then they'll uh, try to go for the kill, which has happened it's happened before. But this time, it was just no strikers, all, all defensive midfield, and then they were just literally in our half. So, super weird there. Uh, the game was uh, very physical. I thought the refereeing was a little bit weak. They... Uh, Orsato did not, uh, he should have given out some yellow cards early on in the game. Militao got a yellow card, he's going to be missing out uh, the first leg against Manchester City. But basically, uh, just to sum it up in the first half, Courtois had an amazing save at the very last minute of the first half, which is going to go down in the history books as one of the most savages uh, saves in, the, in goalkeeping history. And then uh, Vinicius had like one or two chances where it was like super clear and then Rodrigo hit a post. So pretty much um, Real Madrid were, you know, were, were comfortable. I think at the beginning they were a little bit uh, off put what, by, what, uh, by what Chelsea was trying to do. But uh, I think Real Madrid realized actually this is not that bad because they have no one that can score on us. They, they have no means of scoring. Yeah, the game could have gone on four days and then basically you knew Chelsea weren't going to score. Uh, something that I want to comment on in the first half, um, I think uh, defensively speaking, uh, Kroos and Modric were 
were they did not have a good game today. They were uh, very lazy and like lethargic. They just looked heavy, like disinterested when it came to defending. Kind of like, I think it's a little bit of they f the team felt that um, Chelsea couldn't score, and then a little bit of like the team the team as a whole just being relaxed with a lack of tension, knowing that we were two 0 up. So. Uh, I think Kroos uh, horribly defensively. He uh, on the ball very good, but off the ball uh, quite worrisome because you know you would play like that against City. Bernardo Silva is gonna destroy you. Like pretty much, um, you know you don't you don't recover from that. So in the second half, I feel like I'm repeating myself, but historically speaking, Real Madrid has always been a team that performs well in the second half and not as not as well in the first half. We always throw the first half in the trash. And then we're known as second half FC. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that term, but that is 100% part of the Real Madrid DNA. And today it was, it was that much. So uh, basically second half FC came out all guns blazing. We realized that we were better as we often are. And then uh, we had a pass from Militao early on in the second half. Militao, by the way, enormous game. Uh, so sad that he's going to miss the first, the first leg against City. But he had an amazing pass with an with amazing, amazing weighted pass too. Uh, leaving him one-on-one -on -one against Chalova, Rodrigo left Chalova in the dust, who uh, Chalova, honestly, what a what a bad player. Like, the, the drop from Rudiger Christensen to Chalova is, it's uh, it's criminal. So, Rodrigo gets to the end line, you know, uh, squares it to Benzema, Benzema can't get to it, and then uh, Vinicius Jr. is there for the taking. He's He kind of fakes out that he's going to uh, shoot, and then passes it to Rodrigo. Rodrigo, with all the time in the world, uh, scores. So... From then on, it was all guns blazing around Madrid, and then Fede Valverde pretty much took the game in his shoulder, uh, playing really well. Then in the second goal, Rodrigo also scores a goal. I forgot who started the play, but it was a very nice play between Valverde and Rodrigo. Valverde just kind of juked out uh, the defense. He left, he squared it back to Rodrigo, and Rodrigo basically uh, got to score again. And then you know, amazing game from Valverde. Not an amazing game from Benzema or Vinicius, but luckily the team did not need a, an amazing performance from Benzema, who I believe got injured in the first half. I believe he got stepped on or something, and then uh, he he's, he was able to stay throughout into the 70th minute, but um, but yeah, he just didn't seem like he was uh, comfortable playing. He didn't seem fit. Vinicius just wasn't on his game today. He you know he took on Reese James a few times, uh, Fofana a few times, but that's about it. He didn't do much to to score he, he had the assist and and i believe he participated on the second goal but uh you know it's okay vinicius like bro you're good just to touch on some individual performances camavinga had an amazing game he's the absolute wall and for some reason and i put this on the coach so lampard i don't know what the hell you're doing but um if you see that time and time again you're not getting past camavinga right and it's impossible. Like, and if you've been studying the team, you know that in Bar against Barcelona it was the same thing, and against the last whoever we last played it was the same thing. So none of these players can get past Camavinga. Why do you only tell your team to attack through that side? Right? Makes no sense. But nonetheless, Camavinga, uh, good game. He can do no wrong. And then Cross, uh, 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 awful game defensively off the ball, horrible. Uh, Modric went from uh, you know. Not as good. His game got better as the as time went on, and then Valverde was just outstanding. I think this Champions League. I think he's been the best player uh, from the team. He was absolutely uh, masterful against Liverpool uh, on both legs, and then against Chelsea, he was masterful as well. So uh, Valverde really coming into his own. Very happy to see that. 
And then uh, I think, you know, we're, we're most likely going to be playing Manchester City unless some, something weird happens uh, against Bayern, which is not impossible, but uh, it's not probable. And honestly, I don't know how Lampard makes it past midnight because, wow, that, what an awful, what an awful uh, tactics, awful tactician. Um, completely, you know, Chelsea's too big for him uh, when it comes to coaching. He was an amazing player, but wow, what a bad coach. If Ancelotti did what Lampard did today, the whole YouTube community, the whole Real Madrid community would be just going off uh, for Ancelotti's head. So don't be surprised if, if uh, Lampard gets sacked because that was just incoherent with, uh, with elite football. So that is all for today, guys. Let me know your thoughts about the game, about the lineup. What do you guys think about Valverde and, and Rodrigo's role today and Camavinga being so dominant in that left position? And uh, hit the like button, subscribe, comments. Uh, you know, share it with your friends. The only way this grows if, if you guys are liking it and if you guys are sharing it with your like-minded Madridista fans. So see you guys in the next video against Celta uh, this weekend. And yeah, a la Madrid, guys.